Hey, this is Harry from the Cherry Bowl Drive-In in Honor, Michigan. An old Michigan stater, but you know what? We listen to him go talk. You should, too. Thanks for stopping by MGO Talk. We're here to give kind of a, a mid-training camp update. Our very own Jeff Delvern was up at the uh, the second scrimmage that's been held during two-a-days uh, this, this fall, and uh, we wanted to put together a quick show and talk a little bit about uh, his observations and some of the other uh, things that we've been hearing through the grapevine. So, Jeff, thanks for... Uh, thanks for taking the time out of your busy weekend to to haul the crew up to Ann Arbor and take in a practice. Yeah, I ended up uh, taking the entire Delvern entourage party of six, and uh, we got to wow. take in the scrimmage. Yeah, it was uh, interesting for sure. Now, was the scrimmage at the big house or was it at the uh, the building? It was, uh, I think, going to be at the big house, and it was uh, rescheduled because of the inclement weather, so they had it indoors. Um but nonetheless, seemed pretty intense. Uh, as I kind of alluded to before the show, that uh, I was more than impressed with what I saw. I liked what I saw. I think my expectations going into the season were probably at uh, maybe seven or eight wins. And uh, I kind of revised that upward to kind of where Rich Rod is, maybe nine or ten wins, uh, possibly even more. I really liked what I saw on both sides of the ball. Wow. So, I mean, we must have just been cooking on all cylinders yesterday because, um, you know, for you to make that kind of proclamation, Jeff, you've been really kind of even keeled since ever since we started the show. I was always kind of the one that was kind of out, out there with the cockeyed optimism. Um, but it must have really uh, made a big impression on you yesterday for you to be feeling that, you know, nine to ten wins is pretty conceivable now. Yeah, I, I think I was pretty pessimistic based on uh, a couple of reasons. I didn't know how if our current roster was really up to the task of being a dominant force in the Big Ten, and uh, I wasn't sure what you know great coaching could do with our current roster and and how far they could come in such a short time. And a couple of the things that I saw that I liked were. Uh, you know, probably Denard uh, in the spring game. He had some happy feet and uh, was kind of scrambling around and really didn't set his feet, but his footwork, uh, he made kind of a believer out of me. He was very crisp with his footwork and looked more like a drop-back passer than uh, a scrambling quarterback. So well, not as much freestyling, uh, jogging around, finding receivers. I, I really liked his footwork in the pocket, so... That was one of the determining factors. The other thing is they were just crisp on both sides of the ball. The defense uh, really got off the ball and kind of dictated the scrimmage, which was surprising. Um, Again, I think I go back to my earlier point about the current roster. Uh, I thought there were some deficiencies there, but I think uh, good technique and and really motivation have maybe even some weight gains have helped there. I'm not exactly sure, but – the team just looked organized. The officials were there, so I expected a lot of offsides, holding, um, defensive holding uh, from on the receivers and that sort of thing, and I didn't see it. Uh, guys seemed to understand the offense, and it, it was truly shocking just based on what I saw in the spring and kind of what I'd seen over the past couple of years. I, I, I thought I would see a little bit more of the same 
because we're working with the same personnel. Now let's let's take a step back. Now you 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 took in a couple rich rod practices over the past couple of years. This was your first experience to take on a uh, to take in a practice uh, organized by this staff. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of the fundamental differences that you saw from you know what what might have been going on the past couple of years versus what you saw yesterday? You mentioned that it's more organized and everything was very crisp. Yeah, I, I just like the way they split everyone up by position, and the coaches um, for each position seem to be coaching and critiquing each and everything they did. Um, not really with yelling, but more with uh, with teaching. And so it, I, I took in the linebackers doing some tackling drills, and uh, you know they made them redo it if it wasn't done the way they wanted, and and the technique wasn't right. I took in the D line doing some uh, some drills, getting off the ball with Coach Madison, and just watching the way he teaches. Um, you know, I think uh, you know. Obviously, there's still some yelling that goes on in any football practice, but uh, a little bit of a difference from uh, I think just the entire feel of the practice. It was very crisp. Everyone knew where they needed to be at each moment, and and uh, what the expectations of them were. So it was neat to see. Um, I don't bash uh, Coach Rodriguez. He ran a crisp practice as well. Uh, I think sometimes. Uh, Is there? Did they play rap music during? No, a, no, uh, it, there was not any rap music that I heard. Um, thank God, because my kids were there. But uh, <laughs> it was it was an interesting. I mean, I, I just at this point, two weeks in, I didn't expect them to be where they were, um, and. and it, it was very surprising. So I was excited. I left. Uh, I went in kind of what you're saying, Jeremy. I'm the uh, probably the pessimist, uh, and I left uh, on, a, on a high note. I, granted, there was your usual mistakes um, that you always have in these scrimmages and things of that nature, but uh, the things that kind of the uh, mental errors with, you know, lining up wrong, jumping off sides, uh, holding – uh, I, I didn't really see it, so it was neat to see Michigan uh, do things uh, c- kind of the way they've historically done them. Now you said when you when they broke into individual uh, groups, you you went and observed the linebackers and the defense alignment. Can you talk about some of the players that stood out to you that kind of impressed you? And maybe not so much just how they looked physically, but uh, their play as well. Well, you know, you've got your usual, uh, you know, studs, um, you know, your Mike Martins, your Rose, um, but guys that stood out that, that I had to look up their number um, would have been Jabril Black um, and then probably in the linebacking core, uh, Kenny Demons looks just, uh, he looks, he reminds me of like a Jared Irons, maybe a shorter version of a Jared Irons, um, filled out very well, uh, seems to be pretty passionate, kind of the leader of that bunch, uh, just by body language, language and whatnot. Um, Fitzgerald was also kind of the leader of that group, which, uh, you know, not as much vocal as just doing the right things and working hard. Um, Bennett Breyer, Breyer, that freshman, he kind of caught my eye. Um, He's a good-looking kid. He's a little thin right now, but good-looking athlete nonetheless. Um, Now, how about Nathan Brink? He's been like the – 
training camp darling that uh, Coach Hoke has been talking about all two days. It seems uh, he's, he was number sixty-seven. Did you get a chance to see him? It seems like he's really garnered a lot of respect of his teammates, saying he's a he's a beast. He's a technician. Uh, did you see a little bit of that yesterday? Yeah, you know he uh, he had a great scrimmage um, from what I saw. Uh, I would I saw him and Will kind of play in there. I think that you're going to see probably a combination of the two of them just based on what I saw yesterday, and uh, I think that's good actually. One competition uh, at that position is something we needed going in, and everyone had said we would need, and then also depth. Uh, as an, as an area of strength, I think that's going to help us to have some depth at uh, those positions. Yeah, because I know that it was speculated in the spring, you know, we're very thin along both fronts of the line, uh, especially since you look at the offensive line, there really isn't a solid too deep from the information I've been able to gather. Um, but one of the things I do think that's going to help this offensive line is they've all kind of played together. They all have experience with each other. And, and a lot of the things that have been brought up during two days, especially by Denard and the coaches, has been this chemistry of the offensive line. Now, during the scrimmage, uh, who do you think won it? Did the offense win it? Did the defense win it? I know at times both probably look good, but do you think there was a clear-cut winner in yesterday's scrimmage? I'd probably give it to the defense, which was surprising. Um, wow. Yeah, that shocks me. Uh, the offense looked good, but uh, there was things that the defense did that I was impressed with. Um, like some, what? Can you talk about it? Some great coverage. Um, Bullfolk and uh, some of the freshmen uh, that got in there. Um, Denard was kind of forced to throw some balls into some tight spots. Um, and they were able to get some turnovers. I don't know if it was uh, you know, as much anyone's fault, either quarterback, but... Uh, they were able to generate some turnovers, um, tip pass and uh, a young guy mistake from uh, Gardner, but uh, they looked good overall. I, I'd say they both looked crisp, um, I, but the surprise for me was the defense, just the physicality. Um, every running play that they had, they'd get five, six guys to the ball, which is something uh, we didn't really see, uh, guys getting off blocks and uh, they seem to be a little more uh, adept at doing that. So it's a Michigan defense. Now, one of the things that Coach Oak's been talking about during two-a-days is he wants to hear football. You know, he wants to hear the pads hitting, and he wants to hear uh, the collisions. Did you get a good sense of that yesterday? Where, could you hear football? Yeah, you know, well, it's interesting you say that. And, uh, again, I think Coach Rodriguez is a great coach. But one thing that I noticed was uh, – the the players into it uh you'd hear a good solid hit or wolf broke up a uh fade route and you know the guys on the sidelines uh were into the game so you had the offensive and defensive guys uh you you could tell and you know this jeremy when we were playing Mm -hmm. there's like a forced enthusiasm where the players are trying to act enthusiastic because they took heat from the coach and then there's a genuine rivalry that's kind of sparked between the offense and defense and it appeared like there was uh that rivalry going on that's good because i remember that was crucial for us during our time you know uh, anytime we do goal line situation you had the offense on one side of the field you had the defense and after any kind of play the entire whatever team it was would run out onto the field and celebrate and um it's uh that's football you know 
that, that that's football. So that's, that's good. Um, you talked about the quarterbacks. You said Denard seemed like he settled in there. Uh, is it pretty clear cut that he's the guy? You know, is it, is there a drop off that you can tell from Denard to to Devin, or is it? Uh, uh, is I mean, talent wise, I, I know that Den- uh, Devin's very talented, but does Denard have that good of a grasp of this offense now that that there's no questions that you think there's no questions? You know, he must have worked really hard um, in the off season, um, really getting everything right. Because uh, from what I could tell, he was night and day compared to where he was in the spring. So, okay. How about uh, the running back situation? I know that you had uh, you tweeted out some things yesterday, and boy, it got picked up like crazy, man. It was like it was spreading faster than California wildfires. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, I, I was impressed with Fitz Toussaint. You know, I didn't really know of him going in. Uh, yeah, I had to look up, you know, who's this Who's this 28. Um, I, I've heard of him. I had, you know, seen him on the roster, played with him on the video game. <laughs> but, uh, and I knew, you know, he had had a lot of injuries, but I'd never really seen him live. And, uh, you know, as a former player, every running back at Michigan is good. And every running back at Michigan is fast. So uh, for him to catch my eye, uh, I think it, it says a lot. So I walked away thinking this guy is an absolute stud. I think he, he was a great combination of speed and shiftiness. And it seemed like every time he got the ball, uh, you could just you could tell that it was him without even looking. He, he reminded me of a little Michael James, the way he'd get the ball and just shoot. I mean, he mm. was – and like I said, I, I'd never rant and rave about running backs, so that's kind of why I uh, Twitter bombed that whole uh, situation <laughs> is I walked away thinking, wow, this guy is a special talent. And uh, any way we can get him the ball I think is a plus. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things too – I just going attending practices in years past physically, he looks like a specimen, you know what I mean? Um, but I know that as you mentioned, he ha- has had the injury bug, so to speak, kind of like a Mr. Glass um, where he's just been prone to injury. I think he busted a huge run against Bowling Green last year. He got caught from behind and then he was hurt and never played again. But um, I'd like to see him. I'm, I'm anxious to see what these running backs could do because they keep saying that not one guy is sticking out. Um, there seems to be some debate that it's between Smith and, and Shaw, uh, maybe because of seniority, not exactly sure. But uh, uh, we do have a stable of running backs. I mean, I think anybody you plug in there is going to be able to get some yards for us. So, But that's encouraging, though. That's encouraging. Now, you know, about, I, go ahead. I, I walked away, you know, wondering uh, really what the issue was as far as uh, – it, it, it fits is you know is he putting the ball on the ground a lot fumbling it what but uh you know because from what i saw he is physically um you know he stood out i guess for me as a former player watching a scrimmage as i said before it's very rare for me to say wow that guy is a great running back as i said every running back that goes to michigan is fast and strong and and shifty so uh, I walked away thinking, you know, there must be some catch as to uh, whether it be injuries or him giving his A effort every day or whatever it is. Uh, I'm not there every day, so I'm sure there's some reasons as to uh, 
why he hasn't been the guy. But uh, he did get a lot of uh, carries in the in the scrimmage, and I, I think he's based on what I saw. He's he's going to be in the top uh, couple there for that job. Nice. That's that's good. That's good. And let's talk about tight ends. I mean, Kevin Coger has it's been rumored that there really isn't a second tight end out there. Uh, I know that Steve Watson's back playing on that position. He was recruited as a tight end, and he went to D-line under Rodriguez and came back uh, when we went to, back to the pro style. Did Brandon Moore or Steve Watson, did, they, uh, did they, either of those guys do anything? Uh, I didn't see them do a whole lot. They did get Coger involved. Um, you could tell he's one of the leaders on the team just by body language, and he knew where he was supposed to be and, and you know, where he was motioning and what whatnot. So I think they're going to get him the ball a lot uh, in the offense. I think those are you know, things that we used to do when we were there, the Tumans and the Reamersmas and, and some of those guys. And I think uh, Coger's earned that uh, as one of the senior guys and uh, someone who's been around. So uh, based on what I know, I think he's going to be heavily involved in the offense. So going back to as as we kind of as we kind of wrap this up, you know when you, when we first started the show, you're saying you're now thinking nine to ten wins. Now, if when we do our season preview show and we and we talk records, I'm going to hold you to this number, Jeff. No, I I think um I'm, I'm, that's what I'm going to shoot. Um, I, I think that's where I'm at. I'm on the Rich Rod camp, uh, predicting nine ten wins. Um, the team was like night and day. Like I said, I think uh, anyone that saw the spring game. Saw some happy feet from uh, a lot of the quarterbacks. Uh, guys just weren't really familiar with the offense and his footwork. Uh, he looked like a drop back passer, and and when he needed to be, he he could still do what he does best. So, to me, it it looks like a uh, plus. I think uh, people are going to be surprised that uh, Hoke's ability to take what he's got and and. and do the best with it. I think uh, some of the people that are predicting uh, typical Lloyd Carr man ball don't know uh, Coach Hoke like uh, you and I do. Do you know what I mean, mm-hmm. Jeremy? Yep. No, I know exactly what you mean. And and actually, before we sign off, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about special teams. Let's talk kicking for a minute. Uh, how did the kickers look? And uh, is Brendan Gibbons in this competition at all? Yeah, he is. Uh, I think he looked good. Uh, I, as I tweeted, I, as I tweeted, uh, uh, the freshman just, he impressed me, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, he was wearing my number, uh, two, (laughs) I noticed that they gave him number 45, uh, as a freshman, uh, typically, you know, two weeks into camp, you're either, you know, uh, demoralized or, or you're, uh, you know, somewhat, uh, empowered and I, I think he looked by the way he, his body language is and some of the kicks that he was hitting in a scrimmage uh, proved to me that I think he's got that it factor um, as far as the punting you know I watched the punters warm up they looked fantastic um, and I was saying to my son now watch when they go to full team they're not going to look near that good and then sure enough they looked good still but not uh they weren't bombing uh, the ball through the ceiling and, you know, five-second hang times and turning over 50 yards. So uh, Hager up and, and Brooke Heisen looked great, though. Um, I think I, I, 
I walked away thinking someone's going to take the job. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with, uh, as a kicker, you need your coach to believe in you. And uh, your coach needs to be hard on you and, and know that, you know, uh, he expects a lot out of you and that the expectation is to, to come in and hit every kick. But uh, I think it goes a long way if the coach has a little confidence in India and look to me like uh, this freshman uh, for him to be able to do that on that type of stage. I think he's, he's got a lot of confidence. That's great. Now, a second ago, you mentioned Hager up. Now, is he able to practice with the team? He just suspended for the first four games. I, I, I didn't know that um, he was practicing. I didn't know that he was in fact, uh, suspended yeah they they released something a few weeks ago before two days started that um uh violation of team rules that he was going to be uh withheld for the first four games but um so i know they've been trying to figure out if that's going to be the the freshman matt wild that's going to end up coming into punt or if it's going to be brooke heisen um but i guess we'll we'll let that competition play out and we'll we'll all find out together on september 3rd but for anyone that wants to send us uh Send us an email or give us a phone call with some questions. We'd, we'd be happy to address them in, a, in an upcoming show. Uh, we will be back probably game week with a season preview, so to speak. And uh, from there on out, we'll be just be doing one show a week where we'll recap the previous game and then preview our next opponent. Uh, but anyone that wants to send us an email, it's mgotalk at gmail.com. Our phone number is 775-3-GO-TALK. That's 775-346-8255. So, Jeff, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? No, that's really it. Like I said, I uh, went in and I had to be critical, and I, I think I was. And uh, I asked myself, can this team compete against the Michigan States, the Wisconsins, and Ohio States? And I, I had walked away thinking, yeah, I don't think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot, make dumb mistakes. And I think there's an element of of surprise uh on the offense that's going to make it still a little bit explosive, but yet uh, dependable and steady Eddie and possess the ball. And then also on the defensive side, I asked myself those same things and I, I came up with, this is a physical four, three defense that uh, you're not going to be able to probably run the same play 22 times in a row against us. Hmm. Um, so some swagger and some leadership there that I think uh, gives us an, an edge and, like I said, I think a hard thing for me going in was, do we actually have the talent? And I think I came away with the answer is we do have the talent. And uh, these guys can continue to believe in each other, work hard, and get better every day. Uh, this team's going to surprise people. Well, we're less than two weeks away. We'll all find out together September 3rd who's, who is making up our starting uh, lineups and uh, exactly how this offense and defense is going to look. Uh, but it can't for us. It can't get here soon enough. I'm sure the coaches would love to spend another couple of weeks and two a days with these kids, uh, uh, continuing to teach them and, and improving them. Um, but the NCAA won't allow that, especially yeah. us. Especially yeah. us. We're, I think our practice is probably a little bit shorter, even so, because they still got to cut down some of that time still. So, but um, well, good. Well, Jeff, I appreciate you taking the time out of your uh, out of your busy life and busy schedule to to take that in, and uh, appreciate uh, the insight and. Um, for all our listeners out there, we'll be back in a couple weeks. So stay tuned and go blue. Yeah, we got another uh, couple two days down. We got a few more two days to go. But, uh, you know, all in all, uh, 
the defense, I think, is working very, very hard at, uh, like I said the last time, trying to get to the Michigan line.